Hello, beauties. Welcome back to the Mindfulness Podcast. My name is Anastasia. If you are new here, thanks so much for joining. If you've been listening to a few episodes before this one, I appreciate you and appreciate your time. It's very important. I am here to share my own experience and it might be fragile sometimes. So, you know, it's very, very important that I can help someone with this. And yeah. This episode is going to be like a diary today, but I want you to see it as like, not as a moaning session to you or just, you know, venting, but as a self-talk that we all have, but just this one is recorded. That's the whole difference. Every self-talk is leading to something. For lots of people, it leads to just venting. And I am breaking this habit by organizing my thoughts, asking questions and leading to the next step, action and change. So here's the story. I asked myself a question another day and this question just came out of nowhere. It was, why is it so hard for me to accept who I am? I'll explain why I could have this question in the first place. Since I was a kid, there were tons of expectations from Parents and teachers in school, teachers in dance school, some other relatives, even friends, society overall. And there are certain standards that I had to fit into. I went to dance school to study ballet. So at least six or maybe even eight years I spent there. I don't remember anymore, actually. And I swear, most of what I remember was said to me by teachers in that school was, Anastasia, you're too heavy, you're too thick. Not like dumb, but like my body complexion is too thick for a ballerina. That I cannot jump high enough. I'm not flexible enough. You know, I was always something not enough. And I didn't get the best grades. Hence, I hated it because we had classes where parents had to come watch as well. And I could see how my parents are shaking their heads, sort of like, oh, you know. Like, look at all those girls, they're brilliant. And oh my God, Anastasia, sort of like I, every class, after uh, every time after this class where parents could come visit, I felt guilty. And I, rem- I remember I even skipped the whole semester and I was lying to my parents about it. Eventually they found out and I got in a huge trouble. But, you know, I finished the school, I got the diploma. And when there was a choice to get to the uni... I was refused in taking a chance to go to a dance university. I actually quite loved dancing. I just hated the pressure and I didn't want to be ballerina. I just wanted to dance. Like dancing was amazing. I used to dance in uni. I used to take classes as well. Like I really loved it. I just didn't like a ballerina. Like this is way too much for me. But, you know, Russian mentality back then was go get a decent education. And then, so you know, so it can feed you and then do whatever you want, which I still appreciate a lot, to be honest. I finished the uni with the bachelor's degree in economics and finance. And then I went to another university and almost finished another degree in English and German language translator. But don't get excited. Don't speak German. I haven't used it in 10 years. So, <laughs> but that foundation did give me a lot. And thanks to that, I am where I, where I am. However, a, dreams, a dream of little girl were just crushed. And, I, you know, that left a huge mark. And I was always, I felt like I was always something not at home. I was not obedient enough. I wasn't cleaning the flat good enough. 
I wasn't doing something else in the best way that a daughter, a perfect daughter should have done. And I was compared a lot. So in my head, I have this picture of successful me, let's say. Sophisticated, wealthy, popular, owning my own business, but it has to be my own. <laughs> it was literally printed in my subconscious that people who own a business, they're successful. Even if their business doesn't succeed and they keep moving on, creating a new one, th that entrepreneurial part of it is something that I had to have and I had to be a leader. Again, it, this, all I'm mentioning right now, it's not like moaning or being a victim or blaming. These are the facts that I'm putting on the paper just so I remember them. And this is what I see, how I felt when I was a kid, you know, because childhood is really big basics of what we are now. And then when I became a mother, it hit me on another level. I, I understood that I had a kid, obviously, since I got pregnant, but it took me a very long time to actually accept it in a way and take it as it is and, and say to myself, yes, I am a mum. This rejection happened because in my own mind, I had to have this perfect environment to become a parent. I had to own the house by then, have investments, be rich, have some safety pillow financially. I wanted to be established. So like, let's say, own a business or, or something like that. So I created this huge internal conflict and pressure that took me around a year and a half to get rid of. So let me draw you a full picture of who I actually am. So I'm Anastasia. I am 31. I was born in Ukraine and I grew up in Russia. I lived in America, Czech Republic, and now I live in the UK. I work in sales niche within IT and digital marketing since 2013. I am an account executive for a few years now. I have a good job with the opportunity to grow, good financial opportunities. It's pretty stable. I'm a dancer teaching dance classes for children and adults twice a week in a local school. I am a mother and a wife and a friend. I am a creative person. I've got this podcast. I want to get back on YouTube. I am occasionally creating jewelry. I am studying psychology. I am going to start learning more about music production. I love dancing and singing. Yeah, that's me. I travel with my family. I'm a very big family person. I love different sports and learning a lot about myself physically and mentally. I'm friendly, I'm honest, I'm kind, I'm generous, I'm shy and I'm scared. I'm scared of lots of things, I'm scared of changes and I don't accept who I am because I am never enough. No matter how much money I make, it doesn't ever seem enough. No matter how many times per year I travel, it's never enough. No matter how much appreciation I get from others, it's it doesn't seem to be enough. This one is actually a huge trap that I'm learning how to get out of. We do not need anyone's appreciation to be happy. Anyone's. And social media and internet overall are just horrible for this. Another huge take out of this is stop peeking to other people's business. Stop comparing. Stop saying, but look what they've done. But look what they are. Okay, yeah, I travel three times a week, but a year, sorry, but my neighbor travels 15 times a year. That's it. You put yourself in the position, oh, I'm, I'm worse than his. I'm still learning to accept success of others and take it as, as if I'm watching a movie, you know? I thought about it the other day and I thought, 
Well, no one leaves the cinema upset or pissed off because the main character is a billionaire driving Ferrari and owning a private jet. Like, this is ridiculous. But for example, for some reason, when we're watching some successful, I don't know, let's say, influencer on YouTube or Instagram, we sometimes get angry. Oh, she's got this. What a bitch. Oh, he's got that. Oh, this is so unfair. Why? Focus on you. Instead of you know, spreading the energy all around others and what they have or do, getting upset about it, irritated, annoyed, focus on your life. You don't seem to find anything to appreciate in your life. Sit down and write it down. I guarantee, I guarantee there's lots of things you can be thankful for. Lots of things. If you cannot find it on your own, ask your friends or family. Yeah. And if you're doing what I'm doing in terms of being too critical over yourself, thinking you're not enough, trying to be perfect, trying to do better than anyone else or trying to do as good as someone else. Find 30 minutes, grab a pen and paper and write down the perfect you, the perfect me or draw a picture. Yeah. Then write down who you are now and try to think where that perfect you come from. So who told me that I have to have a business to actually be successful? Who told me that I actually need to have a business to become someone? And why do I need to become someone to be worthy? Why do I need to be someone? And who is this someone like to be worth being loved or getting attention or even just living, you know? There are so many things out there that are not yours that we take from someone else. Because someone told you, because someone, you know, hinted on that. But these things might be not even yours. Question that. See what you get. That is a very interesting exercise. I've got a lot out of that. And it's still challenging because if everything inside you fights back, you kind of get the right answer, but then you're like, you know the truth. And you're like, nah, because you lived within your truth, like whatever, a fake truth, let's say, for years. And it's not as easy to get rid of it. So I'll give you one more personal example. When I was in a dance school, I was told numerous times that I don't fit in. Where have you seen a ballerina that wears size medium? <laughs> They're all thin, tiny and elegant, wearing size small or extra small. I mean, okay, ballerinas elsewhere in the world, possibly. Ballerinas in Russia in the beginning of 2000s. No, they're extra small. They're weightless in a way. And I was, you know, a strong kid. Not chunky, but, you know, a strong girl. And I thought I was overweight for years, but I wasn't. I was just, you know, quite heavy for ballet. Fair enough. But that's okay. I am perfect for hip hop and commercial and street dance that I teach now for high heels. And I love it. Anyway, I thought I was overweight since I went to that school, since I was like seven or eight years old. Plus, I wasn't flexible. And someone once told me that I, I, I was as flexible as a tree, which I took as a joke. And I was saying as a joke for years, but actually it, it did hurt. And it did, you know, leave some impact over there. For over 20 years, I hated, not just did not like, get that, I hated my body. I learned how to tolerate it. I still cannot say I love it, but this idea of thin is perfect. 
thin is ideal. Thin is beautiful. This idea of, oh, Anastasia, you have 20% fat on your body. That is ugly. This thought haunted me for years. Like whenever someone would have told me, you're so beautiful. I'll be like, who, me? And I'm learning to accept and love my body and learn that I don't want to chase a fitness body with six pack and huge boobs and huge ass. I want to be healthy. So I care more about my health. And what do I think about my own body? Industry needs the size extra small to small women. I don't need it. Women can be beautiful in any size. Anyone can be beautiful in any size. There are a few things that could, you know, stick with you from a very long time ago. It's always great to find them. And it's time to let them go. I want to give a huge, huge shout out to Declan, my husband's, not sure if he's listening, but (laughs) he's bringing me to mindfulness about myself a lot. He will occasionally tell me like, hey, Anna, what are you on about? What do do you mean you haven't achieved anything? What do you mean you're not successful? What do you mean you're not beautiful? What do you mean you're fat? And he will give me at least 50 things I've achieved in the past years that, you know, since he he's known me, and that's six years almost. You know, imagine what I've achieved in 20. And everything he says in my head sounds like, well, I own the house. Duh. Like, come on, I'm 31. I sh- in my own, let's say, in my own universe, I should own the house. Like, what is he on about? I'm a mom. Again, ooh, like, I wanted to be mom by 30. Like, I'm 31. Of course I'm a mom. Like, it's obvious. But it's not. A lot of things are shouldn't be taken as something obvious, and we shouldn't evaluate them right? So just be, you know, more appreciative in what you have and what you achieved. And even if it's a small thing, like, okay, yeah, I used to eat a whole, I don't know, like maybe even two chocolate bars a day. And I really, really, really want to have a beautiful, sexy body. But now I'm eating a quarter of chocolate bar a day. This is an achievement. I've done really good. Oh yeah, I used to work at at this work and, you know, it kind of was all right. But now I found a better job. And I work less hours and make more money. For some people, it would be like, oh, duh, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, that's what I had to do. But then maybe you didn't. And you actually achieved that. Give yourself some credit. And everyone deserves and should have a person like that in their life who will know you and who will appreciate you and who will bring you back to you and let you know that you're worth what you have and who will remind you what you achieved. If you cannot do it, right? If you cannot remind yourself and you cannot appreciate yourself, you should have someone who will will appreciate you. And I'm recording this now and I'm sure sometime in the future I'll get upset over a success story of a woman who became an actor after 30 and I'll blame myself for being a loser and not being brave enough to go and take a few gigs in the theater or go study or just like become a star like 31 or 32. Or I'll emotionally punish myself for not owning a small cozy accessories jewelry shop soon enough and you know of course then i'll get my shit together and i'll make another ring or i'll apply to another gig or i don't know like for some video shooting in cambridge or something like that tiniest step count neither are nor you don't need huge massive leap to actually succeed for someone just doing an online research over their own fears to just find out something about what they really, really want to do, but they're so scared. It's a huge thing. Do you get my point? Yeah? Well, Mike's all right. Just just do it. <laughs> There's something about it. Sitting 
their moaning will not change a thing. Sitting there shaking in fear will not change a thing. If you put a stone on the path and leave it there, no one will touch it. Chances are you'll come back in a year and it's still there. Don't be that rock. Be the force that moves it. I hope you enjoyed a little diary slash self-talk version of the podcast and you have some takeaways from it. Sometimes listening to someone else's stories is a very powerful way to find something new about you. You're listening to the podcast, you're listening to the audiobook, you're reading to the book, you're watching a movie, you're talking to, to friends and you're like, oh, oh, wow, okay. Oh, interesting. I do that. Yeah. Okay. I'll think about it. So I hope it was helpful. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for joining and I'll see you here next time. Truly yours, Anastasia. Bye-bye. <laughs>